At times I find myself wondering why Jesus uses some of the images he does. Today we have uh, two particular plants in, in specific that are mentioned, the mustard seed and the mustard plant. And, and uh, elsewhere in Matthew's Gospel, he, he says that the mustard seed is the smallest of seeds. Not necessarily, but it was, was the smallest that they would have uh, commonly known. So as he's talking, they would have been able to visualize the seed and how it becomes a large plant. If we have faith the size of a mustard seed, Elsewhere in Matthew's Gospel 2, he tells us we would be able to say to the mountains, be moved, and they would move. Here, it's a mulberry tree. And why specifically, I find myself wondering, why specifically a mulberry tree? Well, besides the fact that after birds eat the mulberries, they leave all sorts of colored uh, patterns on the ground. Uh, I don't think that's why. But the mulberry tree itself would have been, again, a common tree that most would have been aware of. But they also would have known that, uh, like um, my favorite definition of a weed is the plant that grows where you don't want it to grow and will not grow where you want it to. Well, mulberry tree is one of those kind of plants. If you try to dig up and transplant a mulberry tree, chances are you will kill it because the root system is pretty extensive and especially the tap root is, it goes deep. And if you cut that tap root, the mulberry tree dies. If we have faith the size of a mustard seed, which is relatively small, we'd be able to say, say to a mulberry tree, kill yourself. Well, not quite, but be rooted and planted in the sea. And of course, we know that seawater is probably not the best thing for a plant either. But <clears throat> that's exactly what uh, this mulberry tree would do if we have that kind of faith. So the disciples, the apostles, ask the Lord to increase their faith. And he tells them this, and then he tells them, basically, do what you're called to do. It's not that he doesn't want to give them faith, and faith, we have to remember, is first a gift. Sometimes we, we reduce the faith to a set of dogmas and doctrines that we hold as, as common. Yes, that is our faith, but it's more that confidence that we have in God, that that fidelity that we have, that trust that we have, the trust that we have to know that he will make all things right, the trust that we have that all we need to do is just do our duty and to do it well. And actually, as he tells us here, after we've done our duty, to say we're unprofitable servants, we've done what we were obliged to do. So often in doing that duty, though, we might grow a little slack. We might grow a little uncomfortable with the delay. And that's where today's first reading we can find some comfort in. Habakkuk lived an interesting time where he knew that the Lord had treated them with some harshness. Uh, and elsewhere in spirituality, we would talk about a hard consolation where the presence of the Lord is there, but it is hard. It hurts. And Habakkuk might have been to the point where he was about ready to give up, become and just give up, stop doing what he was called to do. And the Lord speaks to him and says, write the vision down for it will not delay. It will come. It will come to have faith. It reminds me, and maybe there's a connection here that uh, for us to, to contemplate, but a few years ago we heard of 
the bamboo plant, and there's a particular species, I don't know which one, but there's, there's a couple in, in particular that, that might match the description. That as a farmer plants the root of a bamboo, he needs to tend, he or she needs to tend it for up to five years. And you will not see a sprout from it for five years. That entire five years, it's growing a root system, the strong root system that it needs. But once that root system is established, it will start to grow, and it will grow explosively. One particular species will grow up to 90 feet in five weeks. Now, if you do the math, it's an inch an hour. It's all so fast almost that you can almost literally see it grow. For five years tending a bare patch of soil to have nothing, to see nothing, and then have it burst forth and grow almost explosively. That's the kind of hope we are to have. That even if it's quiet, even if it seems nothing is moving, to know that the Lord is working underneath the surface, that he's doing something. He's doing something magnificent, and we just hold on, just hold on a little bit more, just do what we are called to do, to be faithful a little bit longer. Then he will respond. In the meantime, as we hear in today's second reading, we're called to stir into flame the faith, the gift of the Spirit we've received. Now, St. Paul is talking to St. Timothy literally about the sacrament of holy orders, the spirit that he received when through the laying on of hands, which is reference to holy orders. It's not just for the deacons or the priests, though, because we all have been given a share in baptism, a little share, and in confirmation, a full share of the Holy Spirit, becoming full members. But we're called to stir and to flame that gift, And as he tells Timothy, St. Paul tells us, too, that we've not received a spirit of cowardice. Cowardice that would cause us to give up. Cowardice that would cause us to lose faith. Cowardice that would cause us to just close shop, go home, and ignore everything. Rather, he's given us a spirit of power and love and self-control. I find myself contemplating those three things, elements, often how important they are, all three. We know people with lots of power without love and self-control. They do a lot of damage, don't they? I think of somebody like Hitler, Mussolini, Mao. Lots of power, but destroyed millions of lives. Or think of somebody with love, but no power. Oh, they're wonderful to be around. But they're kind of inept when it comes down to it. They have, they have lots of dreams, but no authority to make them come happen. Power and love need to be together and to be tempered by self-control. All three things God has given when he gives his spirit. Power, love, and self-control. It's the spirit that we are called to stir into flame today, to know that the Lord is still with us, Whatever mission it is that he's given to us personally is a mission that is needed. And if we're not quite sure where that mission is to lead us yet, to hold on, as Habakkuk would remind us, the vision is, not, is still going to come. Maybe not now, but it is going to come. 
how the Lord is building that root system that we need. And when he says it's time, well, then we can explode with growth. Perhaps as a community, as a parish, as a church, universal, we've grown a little slack in our personal mission, and certainly I know we have in our universal mission. We've forgotten the zeal that we are to have for souls of proclaiming Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, to do what we are called to do, to go and make disciples of all nations, to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, to give them that saving relationship, to give them, because God has given us that authority, a spirit of love and power and self-control, too. How the world needs this gift. Perhaps it's time the Lord is trying to wake us up, trying to tell us, I've built that root system for a long time. It's time. If today is a day, let us respond. Let us begin to grow closer and closer to the Lord that we can call others and lead others to him.